Vox Quick Hits. I love the Olympics. Like, cancel my plans and don't leave my house, love them. And I was super sad when they were canceled during the pandemic last year, like a lot of people. Also like a lot of people, I've been excited that they're supposed to be back this summer in Tokyo. But the pandemic isn't over, and the future of the Games is still in flux. It is just over 70 days until the Tokyo Olympics, and the build-up continues to be dominated by two questions. Will they go ahead, and should they go ahead? The organizers insist it's full steam ahead, but public support in Japan remains extremely low. Japan and the International Olympic Committee have promised that the Olympic Games will be safe, but there are doubts that they can live up to that promise. Many people, including over half of people in Japan, want them to be canceled. These people marching through the streets of Tokyo are not celebrating the coming Olympics, but demanding it be stopped. For now, it looks like the show is still going to go on. But should it? Jen Kirby is here to explain. She's a foreign and national security reporter at Vox. So, Jen, what is going on with the 2020 Olympics, even though I guess it's 2021? As of right now, they are still going forward. They're slated to start in July. But Japan, which is hosting the Olympics in Tokyo, is right now undergoing a pretty intense coronavirus surge. They're seeing about 6,000 cases a day recently, which sounds relatively tame compared to what we're used to in the United States, but it's definitely testing the health system. Tokyo is currently under emergency measures with some other prefectures through the end of May. And Japan's vaccination rollout has been pretty slow as well. Less than 2% of the population has been fully vaccinated. That's nowhere near what they had hoped to be by the summer. So Japan is in a bit of a precarious situation. And then, of course, globally, we have the pandemic raging in parts of the world, as with India. And so a lot of people are saying, should we have the Olympics right now? And so far, though, the plan seems to be to go ahead as planned, right? Like, the show is is going to go on. Right now, that is what uh, Japan is saying. The Japan and the International Olympic Committee have promised the safe and secure games with some pretty intense health protocols. Right now, foreign fans will not be allowed to attend. Uh, they haven't made a decision yet on whether Japanese fans will be able to attend. That's coming in June. But even without fans at the games, you're going to have thousands and thousands and thousands of athletes from all over the world. And you're also going to have their you know, coaches and their trainers and their support staff. And also you're going to have media and other folks coming in from all over the world. And so I think the big question right now is, is that worth it in the middle of a pandemic? Have the Olympics ever been canceled before? They have been canceled before for really extreme circumstances during the world wars. And in 2016, right, there was discussion of canceling the Rio Olympics in Brazil because of Zika, but ultimately those happened. There were some public health experts and some ethicists who had signed a petition basically saying that the game should be canceled because of the risk to Zika. But of course, Zika, which is a mosquito-borne illness, which had been in South America at the time of the Rio Games, 
is not quite the same way that the coronavirus is. And so ultimately, the World Health Organization didn't really think it would be a big threat. They made that conclusion in May uh, before the games. And the games went on, and there really wasn't any big issue with Zika, at least in in the Rio games. So getting back to the Olympics planned for this summer, obviously the organizers say they want it to be safe. How do they plan to do it, and how realistic is that? I think the realistic is sort of the, the big question that is up in the air, but what their plan is right now is to kind of create a, a kind of bubble Any athlete who is coming to the Olympic Games, or basically anyone who's coming to the Olympics, has to come with a negative test. Once they get there, they are encouraged to stay in sort of the Olympic Village and not to, you know, go out to dinner, you know, to maintain social distancing, wear masks, all of the kind of protocols that we have. There will be daily testing and also contract tracing. And the goal is to try to create this bubble where you're kind of sequestering the people who are here. However, there isn't going to be a mandatory quarantine. So it's not going to be a perfect bubble in the way that we might think of like the NBA where all the players just stayed on Walt Disney World (laughs) for the season and like didn't really leave. They're encouraging vaccinations, but that's not going to be a requirement. Pfizer did say that they would donate vaccinations or vaccines rather to the different Olympic teams around the world. But Again, it's not going to be mandatory, so it's not really clear the level of vaccination. And of course, you're still going to have Japanese staff and people who are cleaning and cooking and stuff interacting with the people. So it's definitely not going to be totally sealed off from the real world. And they're not requiring vaccinations, you said. They're not requiring vaccinations. For example, the United States Olympic Committee is encouraging athletes to get vaccines. And of course, they're accessible now in the United States, so that shouldn't be a problem. And some other countries like Australia, for example, have said they're going to vaccinate their athletes. But given the inequities of vaccinations around the world, for example, it might be easy for an, a U.S. Olympian to get a vaccine, but it might not be easy for, say, someone in Kenya or India And so, you know, again, Pfizer has said they're going to donate, but it's still not quite clear how that is exactly going to work. You know, talking to some public health experts, they brought up the fact that given the global inequities around the world in vaccination, where you have vulnerable people, older people, healthcare workers who haven't yet been able to get vaccines in some country, is it really fair to sort of prioritize athletes when we're in this situation? So it's, it does raise a little bit of an ethics question, even though it's not going to be a like that big of a number in terms of the global scale. Right. And then there's also the issue, I would imagine, that athletes go to the Olympics, compete, maybe go home and could potentially take the virus home with them to unvaccinated populations. I mean, that is the biggest fear among public health experts, that the Olympics become this massive super spreader event because you just have so, so many people from so many places in the world So maybe they test negative when they come there, but, you know, maybe they'll slip through by accident and they'll bring a variant from wherever they are, or they'll get sick in Japan and take something home with them. And so sort of seeding these infections all over the world at a time when the world is still in a pretty precarious situation. And how is this playing out in Japan? 
what do the people there want? What are the politics of the situation? So the politics are really kind of tricky right now. The Japanese public is really, really anti the Olympics now, which is kind mm. of unprecedented as far as like Olympics go. I talked to one sports expert who basically said, usually the closer you get to the games, the more excited the public gets. But this is the opposite. There's been polls where upwards of 60% of the people in Japan want to see the games canceled. One I saw this week was as high as 80%. Wow. I think for the Japanese public, they're kind of like, why take the risk? You know, we're in this coronavirus surge right now. Even if we get out of it, you know, what if the Olympics sort of mess up that equilibrium? And they're not going to get the economic benefit that usually the host city in the Olympics gets. So you're not going to have foreign tourists who are going to your restaurants and spending money at hotels and who love the city so much that they come back again. So that is going to be missing. And I think a lot of Japanese people are like, wait a second, why are we doing this? Right. I also saw a stat somewhere that said they've already spent $25 billion with a B to put this together. Yeah. So I think the official figure is a, around $15 million, but a lot of audits have said that the whole total cost of the Olympics is going to come out to about $25 billion, which is the most expensive in the history of the Olympics. Now, Japan is not spending all of that money. That's, you know, money that comes from the IOC and sponsorships and media. Um, but obviously, Japan did invest in sort of infrastructure to host these games. And I think that's really one of the big reasons why these Olympics are kind of still going forward is because there's just a lot of money a lot, a lot, a lot of money that's caught up in these games. And so that's a huge factor. Although you've even seen, for example, Toyota, which is a sponsor, basically said, wait a second, is this a good idea? So you are starting to see even the money side question the necessity of the Olympics, I guess. Yeah. I mean, and to a certain extent, the ball is kind of rolling and it's hard to stop it. But at the same time, it seems maybe really dangerous. And what about the athletes? How are they feeling right now? It's really hard to say. With athletes, you've seen a few prominent athletes like Naomi Osaka, who's a, a Japanese tennis player, who said, you know, look, it's the Olympic Games. I would love to participate. But at the same time, we definitely need to have a discussion. I think a lot of athletes are kind of training and preparing as if they're going to go ahead with the games. And you know, the Olympics come around every four years. If they don't go forward in 2021, they will likely be canceled, which means many, many athletes might lose the chance to compete the thing that they've been working to forever. And so that's really no small thing. In reality, COVID has interrupted some of the, the training and the preparation, not as badly as it had in 2020, but it's still kind of making things a little bit chaotic. So I think a lot of athletes are in wait and see mode and I guess we'll see as well. Yeah. So they think that if they don't go on this summer, they're just going to cancel them altogether. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the IOC has basically said that as well. It just kind of makes the schedule too tight because lest we forget, we're having another Olympics in 2022 in Beijing. So I guess now what? Should we plan to kind of awkwardly celebrate the Olympics from home, knowing that it could be a super spreader event come July? Or is there a chance that this whole thing gets called off? I think the answer to that question is we still don't really know. A lot of 
public health experts I talk to and sports experts I talk to seem to suggest that unless something like truly catastrophic happened, like whatever that might be, the games would likely go forward and the focus would be on keeping the athletes and all the attendees as safe as possible with these COVID mitigation measures. But, you know, if Japan is still experiencing a surge or, you know, athletes start pushing back or the Olympic committees for different countries, which is what we saw happen in 2020, that may change. And if the Olympics do get canceled, that will be a big blow to Japan, which had a lot riding on these games. Right now, Prime Minister Suga is in kind of a tough position because on the one hand, he has all of this pressure from the public who are basically like, why do we want these games to go forward? But there's also a lot of business interests, a lot of media interests that are kind of caught up in this. But at the same time, if Suga cancels these games, it will basically be recognition of Japan's failure to manage the coronavirus pandemic, Japan's failure to get a successful vaccination campaign off the ground. And that is the exact opposite public relations that Japan wants. These Olympics were supposed to be Japan's big coming out party, a way to show the region that Japan is here. Japan is still a power. Japan is still a place that matters in the region, especially with China hosting the Olympics in 2022. But I think, you know, at the end of the day, if they do get canceled, the decision will have been to put public health above this kind of festival. And I guess we'll just have to wait and see. I feel like I was really looking forward to the Olympics, but I also understand it's not really worth the the trade-off probably, but I guess we'll see, as you said. Indeed. But if it does happen, then I'm excited to see Simone Biles win another gold, I guess. (laughs) Well, thanks so much for being here. All right. Thank you, Emily. Jen Kirby is a foreign and national security reporter at Vox, and you can find her on Twitter at Jen underscore Kirby one. I am Emily Stewart, and this is Tell Me More. Our producer is Sophie Lalonde. You can find more stories from Vox in the Vox Quick Hits feed wherever you get your podcasts. Do you think the Olympics should happen? Let us know and email us at tellmemore at voxmedia.com.